This is episode 716 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. On today's episode, Stealth Christmas Gifts. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, I'm really excited about a project that I completed a few months ago. You know, believers are always wrestling with the fact, is preparedness biblical? And I put together a small group video-based Bible study to answer that question. Now this is perfect for Sunday school groups, small groups, home groups, or just a group of friends who want to get together and who want to look at scripture, but also learn about preparedness and how to get prepared. The Bible study comes with a leader's guide complete with two sets of discussion questions for each session, Bible study questions and preparedness questions. I've also included preparedness-based icebreakers and other resources that would be valuable to anyone going through this study. And the great thing is you don't have to be an expert in the Bible or preparedness to lead this. You just need to show the videos and read the questions for discussion. So if you're interested in starting a small group for your friends, or even if you would like to make your church or pastor aware of this study, you can find the link in the show notes. Hey guys, I would also like to remind you about following me on Buy Me A Coffee. Uh, Over there, you can check out some of the posts that I put up. I don't put those up anywhere else on social media, and I just kind of drop them there, little things that are going on with me and things that uh, I find interesting. Buy Me A Coffee is also the place where you can get into the top 10 articles on Prepper website for the week. So it's a service that I offer for $5 a month or $50 a year. And so every Saturday evening, I will send you the top 10 articles on Prepper website. And that way you don't have to filter through all the articles that we we post every single day. So I send you the top 10. And if you want to read them, fine. If not, you can drop them into the Pocket app and you can listen to them there. But anyway, even if you don't buy that service, go over to Buy Me A Coffee and follow me over there. I'd love for you to go check out what I'm doing there and uh, just kind of hang out with me over there. All right. So uh, with that, let's go ahead and jump into this episode. So many of us have family and loved ones who don't prep. And to be honest, we get concerned for them because when things get tough, we know that they won't be prepared. So Christmas is really a good time to get them some prep gear or knowledge in a form of a gift. However, the best way to do this is to do it in a stealth manner, give them that stealth Christmas gift, which they don't realize is a stealth Christmas gift or a stealth preparedness item. I guess I should say that. So which means when they get prepared or when they get into an emergency uh, situation that they have this item available that they would be able to use and they don't even realize it. In the past, I've talked about DIY gifts that you can give. And I'm going to I'll talk about that at the end here and I'll link to that episode so you can go check that out. But on this one, I wanted to specifically talk about stealth Christmas gifts, you know, gifts that you can give people that they don't realize are emergency preparedness items or things that we would consider emergency preparedness items. Now, I didn't come up with all these things on my own, which is really great. Um, this was one of the questions that I asked in our uh, in the Prepper website email group, exclusive email group. So I, you know that you know you hear me talk about it every so often. Uh, actually, probably every every episode, right? And so I talk about 
that we, you know, we have the email list. And so it's a way to keep in touch and to communicate. We've got a lot of great things going on over there. But then every other week we do an online meetup and we just do it through Zoom. And uh, it's really cool to put, you know, a face with someone that you're reading emails. And really the, the email group, what we've done is we I've turned off all the, the email responses to where you can't see someone's email. So it's, you know, if someone does not want to uh, put their email or put their name, sign their name to it, then they don't have to. So they could just kind of respond and share information. And, and you you really are anonymous there. I, I really even don't know wh- where the emails are coming from. So I, I think that is, you know, really great for people who want to keep, you know, private and keep, uh, keep to themselves, but also engage with other people in preparedness and get advice and, and share information and things like that. Just recently, this last week, I realized that the service will, and it's a service that's on the host where I host Prepper website. If you don't engage every so often, it will unsubscribe you because it thinks like it's 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 not an active email. And so one of the things, I don't think a lot of people realize how many people are, are in the group. So I was like, hey, guys, if you're just lurking, because there's a lot of people that just lurk. I mean, right, you, you might be in some groups, you might be in some Facebook groups, or if you're in social on social media, you might be, you know, on Instagram, whatever, whatever you do. And you're just kind of there. You don't really participate on Twitter. You don't really participate, uh, you know, as far as interacting with a lot of people. So I'm like, there's a lot of people that I know that are just kind of lurking. So I put out an, uh, an email and I said, look, if you are just lurking every once in a while, you just need to respond to something because if not, the system is going to think that your email is not active. So all of a sudden this last week, people are like, yeah, I'm lurking, <laughs> you know, I just want to say hi. And so uh, that was really good to, to see uh, everybody kind of do that. It kind of helped everyone understand that there's a lot of people that 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 are just, you know, wanting to read and wanting to get better prepared. So when we do the online meetups, I always try to do uh, a question, kind of like an icebreaker and then some kind of uh, topic that comes up. So it's just not the same thing over and over again. For a while there, we were like, okay, hey, what's it look like in your in your situation? And, and for the longest time, we would talk about shortages and, and what people weren't seeing, but we just kind of, we're kind of trying to change it up. At least I'm trying to change it up a little bit. Uh, to to be a little bit more interesting in what uh, we talk about. And so there's always an icebreaker. So this first icebreaker was, why did you get into preparedness? And I, I thought, man, that it was, you know, I figured most people were going to have something kind of similar, but I was completely wrong. People come into preparedness for so many different reasons. And it was really cool to listen to uh, a lot of people, you know, say why they got into preparedness. Now, there was a lot of people who said, you know, I grew up with with parents or grandparents who uh, canned and who uh, you know lived on a farm and, and all that kind of stuff. But that didn't necessarily translate to a whole life of preparedness. But it was something that clicked a little bit later on, and it was always something different for people. And then because of their history and because of the you know the 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 experiences that they had with their family. They were able to easily move into canning or, you know, the, the realization of why this is important. You know, it's easier to go back and say, hey, grand, grandma, grandpa did this or my parents did this. So this just seems like something smart to do as opposed to completely learning it from the very beginning and uh, starting from scratch. So it was really great to see all of those. And, and I was really surprised people came from all different 
perspectives of why they uh, entered into preparedness. But then the real topic this last week was about Christmas gifts and Christmas shopping. And so the actual question was, since supply chains might make it hard to last Christmas to the last minute Christmas shop, let's come up with some prepper gift ideas and especially gift ideas that we can give family and friends that would be prepper friendly. And I, it was it was great. We came up with some great things and, and everyone shared a little bit. And again, it's like everybody comes up with these different perspectives. I mean, I have a perspective. I have ideas and my opinions, but it's great when other people uh, provide some. So I wanted to share the list that uh, the group came up with. And I'm just going to add a couple little things to it uh, of myself. But for the most part, this is the list. And so the first one that came up was oil lamps. And the oil lamps came up in, in two different ways. Those, the first one was white elephant gifts. And that was a, a great way to provide some kind of item. Now, the thing about white elephant gift is, gifts is that there's always some kind of limit, you know, financial limit. And it's like, hey, you can't go above $10 or, you know, sometimes it's... It's kind of weak. Like uh, at work, we do the white elephant gift and it's like, you can't spend more than $5. I'm like, what can you really do for $5? But um, the white elephant gift is a perfect time to be able to give a stealth Christmas gift or stealth prepper Christmas gift. So oil lamps came up as one of the gifts. And it was the first one that kind of people started talking about. And I thought it was really interesting. And really, you know, if you come up with a decorative one, it might be something that people are really looking looking for, and it could be, especially in that white elephant gift, you know, the way that people trade off and stuff like that, it could be one of those things that everybody wants. Now, I know that in the last episode when I talk about when I talked about DIY Christmas gifts, I think it was episode 669, I'll for sure uh, make note of it and put it a link in the in the description so you can go listen to that one. Uh, I told my story about white elephant gifts and, and how that works. And I, I hate the way people play it, right? It, it, the way that it's, it's supposed to be a really long game. It's supposed to take a long time. But the way people play it is like, oh, we're only going to do two or three turns. And I, I hate that because if you're with a family who has, you know, there's a lot of family members or whatever, it, it really it doesn't make it fun because they can always get what they want. So anyway, I'm not going to relive that uh, experience, that story there. I'm just going to put it out there. I hate the way people play White Elephant Gifts. If you have another game to play, I might need to share that with some people that I know. It's like, hey, here's the, another way that we can play something like the White Elephant Gift. I mean, I've played the right-left game before. You know, you can you can always do that. But, uh, you know, if you have another gift that I've never, or another uh, way of, of doing gifts, something kind of like the White Elephant Gift game, uh, let me know. I'd really uh, love to know and share that out. But then someone else brought up uh, housewarming gifts. So oil lamps for a housewarming gift. And that would be something that, you know, you might put up and it might be something that is just there if you really need it. I think I think Mick talked about that one and he gives that out. I mean, they're, they live out in, in the country and he homesteads. He has a homestead and, and all that kind of stuff. So if they lose power, having uh, an oil lamp is is very beneficial and it's very practical. You can buy oil lamps for, you know, a decent amount on on Amazon. I've been looking for some at thrift stores and I haven't been very lucky. I found one and paid more than I really wanted for it, but it was decorative. And so I'm like, okay, this is this isn't just your typical, you know, oil lamp that uh, 
you know, is just, just a, a glass, you know, hey, it was painted and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, that's one of those things that, that I've been looking for. So another thing that you can do are, are candles. Now, uh, I've always talked about the candles uh, at uh, the Dollar Tree, the ones that kind of look like if you're lighting like a Catholic uh, candle, you know, with the saints on there or whatever. Um, but these are completely clear. And I've always talked about these because those suckers last forever. I believe it's the same kind of candle that, you know, that would have saints or whatever on there. But you can get them at Dollar Tree. You can order them in, in bulk and you can have a lot of them. You know, one of the things that my wife used to do was make, she would make, she would buy like a, a, a just a, a candle that was clear but then she would do cutouts and glue them on there. And they were really nice. When people would spend money to buy them from her. She, she doesn't do it anymore. But that's something that you could do. You can make like a decorative candle out of one of those Dollar Tree store candles. And give them give that to somebody. And just let them know, hey, this candle will last for a long, long time. And they can, you know, they can maybe put it up somewhere if they wanted to display it. If it was uh, something that was... Uh, decorated or they could just put it up in a closet and have it ready while we were talking about oil lamps then just battery versions of lamps came up and uh, you know there's so many different choices now on Amazon that you can buy uh, you have the the typical ones that would require a, a battery of some sort you have the LEDs that can run off of AA batteries or rechargeable batteries if you wanted to do that um, you have the ones that uh, will take a charge, and if you needed to, you could charge your phones from it and all those different kinds of things. But that's always one of those gifts, you know, that you would need. Being down here in the Gulf Coast and with hurricanes and stuff, when the the, Gulf, when the, the weather people talk about, uh, or the models, the hurricane models have it coming into Houston, you can always bet that batteries are going to be wiped out completely, every t type of battery. And so, you know, having a, uh, a lamp that can, a battery operated lamp that can be charged up or uh, that you can have, I think is, is really beneficial. So that is another gift that you can buy that you can give someone. One thing that I thought was really interesting that I never really kind of considered is you might want to give, if you're giving gifts and again, you're trying to be stealth. Um, you're trying to give uh, a, a gift that some that there is a value there, but they don't realize the value of it as far as preparedness. It could be jewelry. And so I thought this was really interesting because you have the ability to, you know, buy a gold or, you know, a gold necklace or a gold ring or silver, something along those lines to give to someone to hold on to. And the story that this member talked about was, you know, there's family members who give jewelry and it, they, they never part with it. But if they had to part with it, they could and it would be worth something more. I remember uh, Fernando Aguirre, and if you haven't listened to the last episode, I think you need to go uh, listen to that one. I think it was a really great episode. But I remember reading that he talked about in the past in, in Argentina that people would, when they were bartering because they didn't have money, that they would break apart necklaces and things like that to be able to get food and, and things for, you know, little gold pieces. So that is a smart way to think about that if you can afford the jewelry moving forward like that. I think one of the other things that came up when we were talking about jewelry and the value of gold and, and precious metals and things like that was just giving an ounce of silver. So someone mentioned that 
they give they've given an ounce of silver for every uh, age of of a birthday. So if someone's five years old, then you give them five ounces of silver. And now in the past that was uh, really inexpensive. Now you, you know in even now relatively it's it's relatively cheap depending on what kind of silver you're buying. Of course, if you're buying silver eagles or American eagles, silver eagles, those are going to be harder to um, to find right now, really. And they're also going to be at a premium. But if you're just looking for silver rounds or silver flats, you can find those. And uh, if, if you're not wanting to be too picky about you know what's on them. So that might be a stealth item that people don't uh, don't really think about. You can give them the silver and say, hey, l- listen, this is a silver. It's going to go up in value the longer you hold it. And uh, hopefully they do hold it and they do have something of value later on down the road. I mean, think about the Christmas gifts that you give. You, you know, you get like a $25 gift card to whatever and you, you know, you go and you spend that and you use that up or you get a uh, you know, a 20, uh, $25, $28. I think the last time I saw American Silver Eagles, they were like $28, maybe $32 around there. And you have that, but then it just goes up in value. So having some kind of uh, silver rounds, of course, you can always do fractional fractional gold if that was something that you wanted to do. But the thing that I loved about the jewelry is if there ever was a confiscation, whatever, you know, whatever that looks like, okay, they're not going to confiscate your jewelry, right? And so uh, that's something that at, at least unless it is, you know, really, really crazy. I mean, it would really have to devolve for that. Uh, but if you, you know, if, if they're like, hey, we're, we're taking up all the silver, we're taking up all the gold, whatever, um, that is, that's a little bit different than than your your regular jewelry. So I thought that was interesting and something that, you, you know, people might consider there. Um, another thing that someone brought up was, again, going back to that white elephant, but creating survival kits uh, with the 10 C's of survival. And so uh, Dave Canterbury talks about the 10 C's and something around that. And the thing is, like, if people, if you're like crazy cousin Eddie, right, and you bring the, uh, you, you're always bringing something survival related, you're going to have a segment that think it's cool. Uh, maybe the guys think it's cool and maybe they're going to always want it. They're going to be other people that, or there's going to be, you know, the, there, there might be other people who just like, ah, whatever, that's crazy cousin Eddie. And so if we get stuck with that white elephant gift, we get stuck with it. Maybe we'll re-gift it or whatever. But, you know, that it just depends on, on what it is in, in your crowd and your audience on, on how you do something along those lines with the white elephant gift. But anyway, so you can you can create survival gifts. And put things in there. Of course, I think you can really quickly uh, get into uh, a very expensive gift there, depending on how you're doing it. But uh, I've talked about you know, going back to that other episode, the DIY. I've talked about making little Altoid medical kits and just Altoid survival kits. That might be something that you might want to do along those lines. Another thing that came up was the crank emergency radios. You know, I'm giving you the list here, but I think part of the, the greatness of, of being able to be online with everyone and hear about this were the stories. And, uh, you know, the crank emergency radio that were given to 
uh, I think it was given to the sons or their kids or whatever. And then there was a situation where they really needed it, you know, and they're like, hey, they they remember they needed power for their their phone, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. And so or maybe it was just to listen to, to the radio or whatever, but they were able to remember, hey, I have that emergency radio. It, it didn't have any power, but I was able to, to sit there and crank it and it worked and I was able to get some news or charge my phone. I can't remember exactly what that was, but I think the, the crank emergency radios, I think those are. Uh, are a great gift, uh, especially the ones that have the flashlights, the way that, you know, you can maybe possibly charge them uh, through solar and you, uh, they have uh, an extra battery in there. So you could charge your phone if you needed to, to charge it up that way. So there's uh, like a store of power in there and you can also have a battery. Like if you wanted to put like a double A or two double A's or whatever, whatever it takes. What I would say is if you were going to do that, go on to Amazon and really read the reviews. There's some that are better than others. And so find one that's, that's really, really good. Uh, you know, especially the ones that have like the weather channel as well on there. I think those are always beneficial. I think another stealth prepper gift is a built in, you know, the battery packs that we always talk about and having a way to uh, have this, this store of power so that if you needed to charge your phone in an emergency situation, or if you were in a blizzard, your lights went out or whatever, you know, you were in a tornado, uh, the lights went out and you were still able to charge your phone and be able to, to reach out to other people. So I think that is one of those things. You know, I have many different battery packs and I know that when my kids go out or they've tr taken a trip before, I always give them one. I'm like, hey, I, I want this back, you know, but here it is just in case you get into an emergency. Here is one that you can take with you. And uh, I've also gifted that to other people because I think it's something that's very practical and a lot of people would use and they're not expensive at all. You can find some really good ones for, you know, $20, $25 so on Amazon. So I think those battery packs are a really smart way of helping other people you know, be better prepared to be able to communicate if there was an emergency. Of course, there's flashlights and Everybody loves a great flashlight, especially if you can give them one with the bigger uh, rechargeable batteries that really brighten up a whole room. And I've talked about this before in the past. I've written an article on it, uh, and I think it's over on that episode 669. I do link to different articles that you can go check out. But I think, you know, having a flashlight that uh, a lot of people that are not into preparedness don't look at those those, uh, you know, the, the military type, you know, looking flashlights, the tactical flashlights or whatever. And I've talked about those, how you can turn those on, set them, you know, on it's, uh, you know, just kind of set them up on, on a table and they illuminate the whole room. And when someone sees that, it's like, wow, that's so much different than the, you know, the, the little batteries, uh, battery flashlights that you've purchased before in the past with like a, a C battery or a D battery that you know were just very basic and kind of the ones that everybody grew up with the flashlights today are very very powerful and so giving one to those uh giving that to somebody and then explaining it hey this is just a really powerful flashlight it can do a lot of cool things and like showing them what it can do uh, zoom in zoom out and illuminate a whole room if needed to be so flashlights i think are one of those uh you know cool stealth gifts that you can give someone Someone talked about the starter packs for vehicles. Uh, I know that I've brought this up before in the past, but there's a lot of new listeners as well. 
And so uh, there, there are these little battery packs. You know, when you when you jumpstart your vehicle in, in the old days, <laughs> you would have these big old jumper cables, and you always needed somebody else to uh, to provide a vehicle, provide a battery where you could connect to their to their vehicle to jump your battery. And I think everybody should have jumper cables. I mean, I have uh, jumper cables in every vehicle that we own, so th- it's always there. But if you're in a situation where you don't have someone that can jump your vehicle with you or, you know, they don't have uh, another vehicle there, then these little battery packs are pretty remarkable. And you wouldn't think like there's no way that this thing is going to jump my my battery. But sure enough, they do. And so there's all different kinds out there. Some uh, last longer than others. You really need to do your your research on this. I had one that didn't last as long as I, and it could have been that I wasn't taking care of it. And uh, it's definitely not something that you want to keep in your vehicle. So you got to be very smart about how you do that. At least you don't want to keep it in your vehicle down here in Texas when in the summertime when it gets super, super hot. Um, that can you know mess up the battery. But uh, it's it's something that could be very reliable. Again, uh, the starter pack that I had, I provided that to my son and his friends when they were going on a trip and and going you know, across state lines. I'm like, hey, take this in case you need it. It's you're able to jump uh, a vehicle, and you know if you if you it's pretty easy to understand. But if you need help, just call me and I will you know walk you through how to do it. So uh, the starter packs I think are are really powerful there. And then of course you can always use them to charge your phone and different things like that. If you needed to, that battery is available f- uh, for that, but they're bigger. They're, it's not like the, the battery packs that you would carry in a backpack or even in your pocket. Uh, they're just a little bit big for that, but you can still use it for power if you needed to. So the next gifts are really kind of like around Mason jars and uh, using some kind of like cookie in a jar. Actually, someone had one that they, I, I, if I remember correctly, that they were showing. It's like, hey, a cookie in a jar. And so you really, you they put all the ingredients in uh, one mason jar with the directions to make cookies, right? And so I've had that before. I've had people at church hand me one of those. And I think that's, that's a great way to uh, have, you know, some kind of, uh, food, although it's a sweet, have that kind of, a, it's a hidden gift. It's like, hey, here are some cookies that you can make. And and when you when you think about that, it's like, you know, everything is in this jar. When you think about that, it goes to other things that you can do. Like, for instance, creating dehydrated soups in a jar. And so if you have any kind of, uh, if, if you dehydrate, or even if you have bought dehydrated uh, vegetables or you have freeze-dried vegetables you can make your own dehydrated soup in a jar and you know with with the instructions like hey just fill this up with steaming boiling water or whatever up to this you know this line and you know let it sit stir it up and let it sit for a while and you will have soup you know in some kind of an emergency situation and that doesn't really expire so I think that is a, a great way to do it. Another thing that someone brought up was dehydrated citrus to make teas and to make other other flavors and things like that. So you would dehydrate whatever it is, whatever citrus you, you, you're wanting to dehydrate, and then you would put all of that into a jar. And then if you were making tea or you were needing to flavor something, you can just kind of bring that out and you would have that available. So that is another gift that people might not uh, consider 
as a prepper gift. It's more like a food gift, but it could go along those lines of helping someone prepare or needing citrus or needing something for a tea. So I thought that was great. Another gift was just having a trading account for kids. So if you're into the stock market and you're into uh, trading stocks and, and different things like that, I mean, it's definitely not for everyone, but that could be something uh, that you provide for, for kids. It's like, hey, um, I am your aunt, your uncle, your whatever, your parent. And so you might give them some kind of real gift but you're also providing, I'm always putting a little bit of money into this account, this share account. So when you turn 18 or when you turn 21 or whatever the age is, this gets completely turned over to you. And it would be, I mean, imagine, you know, putting a little bit of money every year for, for their whole life until they're 18 years old. And then if there was, uh, you know, the stock market was going up. I mean, I know that's always in our heads. It's like, that there's always that collapse that's coming, but, um, you know, if if there wasn't, that would be a great gift for someone when they turned 18 to be able to just receive this account. Like, hey, you can uh, use it for college. You can use it for trade school. You can, you know, use it to buy a vehicle, whatever, whatever you wanted to use it for. But I think that is kind of cool to be able to do that. Another gift, a stealth gift is a French press coffee pot. Now, I don't have a French press coffee pot, but uh, a lot of people talk about it and they're like, hey, this is the best coffee that you can have if you if you use a French press. And so that's one of those things in, uh, you know, when the lights go out, when the power is out, when you're in some kind of emergency situation, but you still want that coffee, you still want to be able to drink uh, some kind of coffee is all you need to do is be able to boil water. And there's just a lot of easy ways to boil water compared to, you know, needing electricity for your, 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 your Mr. Coffee or whatever, however you use it. So there's a, a, a lot more options there. I mean, I have myself a, a campfire percolator that I've always used. I've talked about that before in the past, but a French press coffee pot might be something really easy for someone to use to be able to get the coffee that they are uh, wanting to uh, to drink in an emergency situation. So they just need to be able to heat up some, wa some water to be able to have this French press uh, coffee pot working for them. So that might be one of those things that um, they use on a regular basis, but in an emergency situation, they would use as well. Then you have books. Now, if these people are, you know, you're, you're still trying to stay with the stealth uh, preparedness thing, this might not be uh, or stealth preparedness gifts, this might not be the the route to go, but there could be books that would be used as some kind of a stealth, stealth gift. I, I always talk about Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy's uh, book, you know, Survival Medicine Handbook. They just came out with a new, a new edition. It's humongous. Uh, we're going to have them on the, the, the podcast here real soon uh, to talk about it. But, uh, you know, that might be something if someone was interested in wilderness survival, uh, if they were interested in essential oils and things like that, you could, or herbs and, and tinctures and things, you can always say, hey, I, you know, when I saw this chapter on essential oils, I was thinking about you. So you could do it that way. If someone who likes fiction and they like dystopian novels and maybe they're not necessarily into preparedness or whatever, you could always get them uh, one of those, you know, a book. You know, you can get get the Mick Rowland's book. You can get the Mark Goodwin's book, and uh, just it's kind of really interesting there. 
some of these some of these dystopian novels like Mark Goodwin would specifically be for someone who is maybe a person of faith but they're not really into preparedness and it you know this specific book there's books that talk a lot about faith and so you can use that that inroad there to be able to you know get them that stealth gift if you if you wanted to go that route another thing that came up was gardening supplies so there's a lot of interest in gardening, especially since, you know, the whole COVID and all that, the lockdowns and all that kind of stuff happened. It was really hard to find gardening supplies. So that might be something, you know, there might be people starting a garden uh, and you know that they're starting a garden. There might be some cool things that you could give them that they might not have thought about. If you are an expert gardener or you've been gardening for a while, um, that might be something that you can do. It could be that you just find some really different seeds that are not that they might not have been able to find like at your regular Home Depot but are in their growing zone and so you know you can have you can do something along those lines even if you don't want to do all of that you could buy them uh, depending on what time of year it is of course you can't do this isn't a Christmas stealth gift but if you were doing it during uh, the spring, uh, early spring or late spring, going into summer, whatever, you could buy them, uh, a, you know, already a, a five gallon tomato plant, basically from Home Depot. A lot of them already have tomatoes on them. So you could do that. So that's not really Christmas, but I guess depending, depending on where you live, right? So there's a lot of uh, people living in other parts of the, the world that are listening to this podcast. So that might work for you. Someone talked about like a hand be- held beater for uh, cooking. So handheld devices that normally you might use power for, but that would work for, uh, you know, for cooking in in, uh, a power out or, uh, you know, a a blackout kind of situation if you were cooking during the day. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, Just those uh, like a handheld beater, a mixer that you just kind of, uh, you're just kind of turning and it mixes things for you. Um, for a guy, you could do drills. I mean, they have handheld uh, drills that you can do. And so th- those are, I think, really uh, smart moves, um, especially someone who loves to cook. You could give them something like that and it would just be something interesting for them. But uh, it's there if they ever needed it, if the power went out. Then you have spices and mixes. So my boss does this and she's not even into preparedness, uh, really into preparedness. Uh, she does it just because she makes uh, a great mix and spice, you know, like a Cajun mix. And a lot of people have commented on it. So she makes big batches and she bottles them up and gives them away during Christmas. And so that might be something that you provide for other people. And that is something in case there was ever some kind of uh, emergency situation that they have spices to be able to mix their food. A lot of people store rice and beans and they have, you know, the, just your your regular stuff, you know, in the pantry. But they always they don't think about the spices and how to mix it up so that you can, you know, it doesn't it's not so bland. So I think spices and mixes could be one of those things that you could do. Quilts. If you're a person who uh, who quilts, I think that's always uh, a great gift. Um, some people use the, the quilts and they, they will put them out as kind of like decorations depending on uh, how uh, you know decorative they are. But the thing is, is that they would be really, really warm as well. And so if you are somebody who quilts or maybe you're buying someone a quilt and you, know, you take a trip and like, hey, I, f- I found this really great quilt I want to give to you. 
And so it's very decorative, but at the same time, it's really, really warm if you needed something like that uh, in, the, in the cold. Someone brought up wool socks and finding like wool socks on sale and then, you know, sharing those out. So nowadays, the wool, when we talk about wool socks, and, and if you've never had any experience with those, uh, they're really comfortable. They're really soft and uh, really would, would work well in uh, a survival or emergency situation. So that could be something that you give um, if you wanted to. Somebody brought up Sam's membership. So like memberships, I think this was Brian. He actually wrote an article about this where you could get a year worth of uh, membership at Sam's for free or or, or I'm sorry, for like a a really small, uh, low price. I think it was like $20 or whatever. So normally you have to have like a business account or somebody connected, but doing this is something that you could do and uh, get, you know give somebody a membership. Now, I, kn- I remember Brian talking about that when he did it, that they didn't even realize it was legit, like the manager. They had to get the manager involved and he had to make some phone calls. And so finally they were able to, uh, you know, to, to approve it because it was, it was legit, but they don't always know about it. But there was a link to that. And so I'm going to, I'll provide that link to that Sam's membership, but you can do membership uh, for a bunch of different things. So maybe you give someone a prime membership for Amazon and not necessarily for, uh, ordering on Amazon, but maybe for the the ability to be able to to download books and to be able to access videos and and things like that. Maybe it's a it's another uh, membership to some other you know uh, video uh, site if they're into videos and stuff like that. Um, that's not really prep related, but um, it could help them out if there was you know, like lockdowns and, and could save them a little bit of money. I mean, I don't know. I'm not really into watching a lot of television, so um, that really wouldn't benefit me. But maybe a, a membership into, I don't know, maybe the Prepper website exclusive email group, right? Uh, if they show some kind of interest into getting better prepared, you're like, hey, I can get you, you know, involved here in this this uh, email group and, uh, you know, $20 for the year. So anyway, so that's something that uh, could be provided to somebody for uh, a stealth gift. You know, a Sam's, you can, you know, the thing about Sam's and Costco, when you when you realize that they're, they're such a big corporation that they can bring in a lot of different lines, although there are some in, in the exclusive email group we've talked about, you know, different places, you know, they have been, uh, you know, maybe like limiting how much toilet paper you could buy or how much whatever, you know, in any given time, they can limit that. But they can bring in a lot of lines and a lot of product more than most uh, of the smaller mom and pop store, definitely more than the, the mom and pop stores. But even more than some of the, the the corporations, things that we you know consider corporations or um, you know chain chain stores and stuff like that, grocery stores. But they're able to bring in because they can buy in such bulk and can make you know have those big contracts. So having the ability to go to a Costco and buy in bulk would be a very big benefit to a lot of people if they didn't have a membership there. So that's really kind of the way that I wanted to talk about that. Going back to the plants and gardening, one of the other gifts that would be kind of uh, stealth related would be giving an aloe plant. So there's so many benefits to an aloe plant and really there's so many different varieties to aloe. 
but giving someone an aloe plant that they're able to to use and to actually, you know, for all the different purposes. And you can, when you're giving them that gift or when they're getting that gift, you can say, here's an aloe plant. It's, it's really hard to kill. Um, and, and at the same time, there's so many benefits to it. And you can reproduce. I mean, they, they reproduce. You get the little pups and you could actually, if you have a plant that uh, you can just build off of that one and give those away to you know in smaller little planters to people, and that would be something that you could give um, if you wanted to do even DIY that because I know that I I purchased one and just kind of let it go wasn't paying attention to it and all of a sudden I mean it was just like almost growing out of the 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 pot and so I have moved that one I broke it all up into the little pups that were coming it was just really easy to do. And I have like three or four uh, different pots now where I have multiple pups in there and they're starting to reproduce as well. And so that could be like the gift that keeps on giving there, depending on how you use it. And, and you can make uh, gifts for other people or giving that to other people. And lastly, I'm going to end it with this one is Christmas cards with either seeds attached or Christmas cards or cards that already have seeds built into them. So you can go to Amazon just to get an idea of what this is. And the first time I ever saw this, I think somebody was talking about gardening at uh, a school event. Uh, They were talking to the students about uh, gardening and they gave these little business cards that had seeds in them. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty interesting. Uh, And so like you just would throw the throw the card into the ground and wet it and just eventually seeds, wild seeds or wildflowers would come up. And so they have all these different kinds of seeds and, and cards that you can buy on Amazon. And when you start reading them, they're like, okay, um, you know, after after the person uh, reads it and, and all that kind of stuff, you soak it in water or you break it up, you tear it up, you soak it in water and then you plant it. Uh, the ter- the torn up pieces in uh, you know shallow dirt and then you just water it and flowers will come up. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But in the same time, when I was searching for that, I found like seed packets that were uh, like thank you seed packets, right, or whatever it might be. And so instead of giving somebody a card, you could give a seed packet that had some kind of saying on there. And I'm sure they make them for Christmas. Uh, I didn't dive that much into it, but the, you know those are there. But even if you wanted to give Christmas gifts and you were able to find some, some seeds at the dollar store, at Home Depot or whatever, and you're able to provide those and give those to people, that's something that would be a stealth Christmas gift where uh, they would have the seeds if they, if they needed them. And especially if it's something that everyone would, would, would eat, you know, not something weird that like, Hey, what is this? I've never eaten this before, but something that somebody would eat, um, like pole beans, like green beans, right. Uh, giving them something like that. That's just so easy to grow. And, uh, and that would be something to, uh, to be able to do, I think. And so, you know, there's a lot of different ways that we can give gifts to help people, be better prepared and they don't even realize it. And uh, I just wanted to share a couple, some ideas. I'm sure you can come up with other ideas, but one of the things was, is that, man, there were so many ideas coming off of that online meetup 
that, I mean, I really wanted to share that with other people um, because a lot of the times we think about, okay, what are the proper gifts that I can give? Yeah, I can give, you know, a water filter. I can give this, but there's going to be some people that look at that and like, well, you know, this is crazy cousin Eddie, you know, giving me a gift here. Uh, But if you can give them something that would be beneficial to them now and also, you know, be useful if, uh, there was a, the power outage or it's some kind of emergency situation um, that would always be valuable. So uh, again, I'm going to link to episode 669 that was entitled DIY prepper gifts and more. And it was recorded about the same time uh, last year. So if you were making your own prepper gifts, you could do that. And there's a lot of ideas there uh, to DIY or um, some low cost gifts that you can give as well if you wanted to, to search those out. So I did provide a lot of links in that one, but I'm going to link to this one. If you want to go to the website, uh, really easy. It'll be just like a, a one click thing that you can go check that out. Well, guys, I hope you found this one interesting, at least uh, gave maybe gave you some ideas for some Christmas gifts that you can give to family members and to other people. I'm sure there's some uh, gifts that we did not think about that would be very useful and helpful. And uh, you can always uh, share those out with me over on episode 716. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.com, where we link to 8 to 12 articles every day of the very best self-reliant articles out there. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 hand-picked preparedness articles that you should read. And with that... Choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware. Peace.